The persistent nudge in his gut compelled Caleb to investigate the lonesome bark of a dog. No animal should be left outside in this weather. He cracked the door open. A freezing wind whipped at his face. Last fall's robbery, still too fresh in his memory, he tightened his grip on the colt. He lifted the lantern and the warm light pooled in front of him, revealing a world blanketed in white and night. Snowflakes swirled in an exuberant dance. Specks landed against his face, and he shivered. He squinted at the dark yard, his body taut, his skin prickling. Forty yards away sat the whitewashed rectangular church, the old oak in intimidating black shape in the back. Aside from the wind, the only sound was the faint tinkalink from Brett's saloon. Again, the dog whimpered as Caleb started to retreat back to the warmth of his home. He swung the ladder into his left, and a snow-covered mound shifted. His heart clenched, and he aimed his weapon and braced his feet. Half of the shape stood, and with a shake, the canine was revealed. One with shaggy fur and a distinct black mark splashed across an otherwise white face. The collie from this morning. Jewel. After one last survey revealed nothing but an empty backyard, Caleb thrust his gun into the waistband of his trousers. His breath stalled as he approached the dog to investigate the rest of the snow-covered lump on the ground. A familiar scarlet scarf fluttered in the wind. Gid? He nudged the boy's leg with the toe of his boot. Nothing, not even a sound. Dousing his unease, Caleb hunkered down beside the steel form and rolled him onto his back. He slid his fingers along the kid's smooth jaw and stilled when he found a pulse. Good. It was weaker than he preferred, but regular. Caleb glanced around. The light from the lateran created ghastly shadows, transforming several of the trees into skeletal beings. Whoever dumped the boy was long gone, and their tracks covered with an inch or two of snow by now. The best place to take the boy was to Doc Mason's house, but he'd ridden out to the nearby ranches this morning. Because of the storm, he hadn't returned. Caleb sized up the fellow on the ground. Tattered duster and worn breeches. Boots had seen better days. A gun belt looped around his narrow waist, but the holster was empty. The pristine Sharps rifle he'd brandished in the store earlier was missing as well. The kid couldn't weigh more than a hundred and ten pounds, and from his lack of facial hair he couldn't be a day older than sixteen. Decision made, Caleb set the lateran down and hoisted him up over his shoulder and nearly sent the boy flying. The kid was lighter than he'd figured, and his clothes were damp. The dog whined. Come on, Jewel, let's get you and your master inside. The stab in Caleb's leg intensified as he stood. Gritting his teeth, he lifted the lateran and retreated to the back door of his cabin. With every step, his hip objected with sharp pangs, shooting all the way up his spine. The dog bounded in after him, and Caleb kicked the door shut behind them. The staircase that ascended one wall mocked him. Darn this leg. Despite the kid's lack in bulk, Caleb would never be able to carry him upstairs. Course determined, he staggered to the sofa where he deposited the unconscious boy on its faded fabric. Margaret, 
God rest her. Wouldn't be pleased, but her sofa was the most accessible. After a quick assessment, Caleb had to first get the kid out of his cold clothes and then examine the extent of the injuries. Obviously, the bruise on his forehead needed attention. The mantel clock bonged the hour, and Caleb stifled a yawn. After feeding the fire and putting water on the stove to heat, he labored upstairs to fetch a clean change of clothes. He considered his garments. Though he was of average build and height, the kid downstairs would still drown in his garments. With a grunt, he selected a flannel shirt, practical pants, and his warmest pair of woolen socks. 